Yeah, we just sold our most sellable asset for nothing. So that's that's a great precedent. Like part of my French there, but like the full unanimous. This is the theory of the Real Housewives of Hockey. Um, today we have a bit of a different format. We're doing a bit of an interview. We also decided to fire Evan. So yay, we're moving forward in the right direction. And today with us we'll have Jersey Nut. Mike Gould. My pleasure to introduce to the Real Housewives of Hockey podcast, a former student newspaper colleague of mine at Carleton, Mike Gould, who's a man of many hats, does is the voice for the Okotoks Rangers, writes for Daily Faceoff and other outlets, and we are pleased to have him here today to talk about jerseys. Indeed. Uh, so, Mike, you've got a, a vast collection of jerseys. How many? God. Oh, man. Stuart's getting me started on uh, all the, the hard questions here. God, I... Yes, I uh, don't worry. <laughs> I think um, too, too many is the answer. Uh, it's probably about 50. So I got to cut that down a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean... I try to only go for ones that I think eventually I'll be able to sell again, unless they're of significant intangible interest. So yeah, it's probably somewhere around there. Do you have a, uh, a top five favorites? Oh, of mine? Uh, of yours? Oh boy. Um, there, uh, there's a lot that I like. I mean, I, I don't typically buy ones that I don't like. <sighs> you know, uh, there, are, there are ones that I associate a lot of stories with. I mean... <sighs> yeah like uh, the, the one of the coolest ones that i found for so cheap um i found a, a drone or well no it wasn't it wasn't customized at the time but i found a blank uh, calgary flames uh, late 90s jersey uh that is autographed by jerome mcginley on the flaming sea on the front of it that's pretty darn sweet and it cost me 40 dollars. and i was like oh yeah getting that every day of the week um then i got the name put on the back um, you know, there's some people who do that with the, uh, the nineties flames jerseys and they put the number 24 on the back for Jerome. I don't like that. I, I think that's, I think that's a little chintzy. I wouldn't do that. Um, I put 12 on it also cause the number that he signed on the front of it was number 12. So you got a match, right? Um, in terms of others, you know, I got a couple game warners that I got relatively recently, uh, working with the Oilers. Uh, I have a Riley Bernard truck game worn. Oktoks Oilers jersey that I really enjoy. Um, gosh, there's just too many. I can't pick any favorites, but you know. What's the most like niche jersey you have? Oh, that's an easy that's an easy question. Um, so here in Calgary, we have had an excellent tradition of women's hockey over the years. And we had the Inferno, who won the Clarkson Cup uh, in 2018. But before them, um, you know, and even beyond, you know, the UFC team, which had Haley Wickenheiser for a while there. Before that, there was a team that played out of our Olympic Oval, um, where we hosted the speed skating events at the 20 or the 1980 Olympics. There's also a couple of hockey rinks in there, and they played out of one of the rinks in the Oval. The team was called the, uh, the Calgary Oval Extreme. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to remember what league they played in, but I have a game worn Calgary Oval Extreme jersey that I picked up for five bucks at Valley Village. Um, and it was worn by somebody named Megan Cornelson, 
I think I found her on Facebook once. I was going to try and reach out and send her a message and say, Hey, I've got your Jersey here. Uh, you know, if you, if you want it, I'll give it to you. Um, but yeah, no, that one's currently in my possession and, uh, it's pretty cool. It's, it's really kind of neat. Yeah. It's got a fun story to it. I like it. Mm -hmm. I remember a couple of years ago, you posted that, that the Twitter thread of the, I think it was all, it was all non Calgary jerseys you've got. Mm -hmm. And the one that really stood out to me was you've got that, the Yager Cladno Cladno jersey. I thought that's a pretty cool one to have. Yeah. That one came out of, um, shortly after Yager was in Calgary, uh, a group of people who I knew, um, organized a group buy of jerseys from the Czech Republic and uh, they got a discounted rate, I think. Uh, now that Jersey is entirely sublimated. Um, so the cresting is all, and the numbers on the back are all pressed into the Jersey, but it's got a really cool design onto it. I know a couple guys who designed jerseys over in Czech and over in uh, European leagues and they have crazy artistic license over there. They have to work around the advertisements, but um, they do a good job. What got you? What got you started collecting jerseys? You know, um, when I was growing up, I lived near a store uh, that sold, um, you know, secondhand jerseys for cheap. Uh, that's where I got that Aginla jersey. Got it for forty bucks, and they had a lot of stuff there. You know, I had only ever really wanted Flames jerseys for a long time there, and so I grew up there. I grew a, a pretty vast collection of those. And now I'm at the point where I think I kind of want to start shedding some of those in favor of maybe diversifying a little bit because there's a lot of really cool ones out there that, you know, when I was playing NHL video games, you'd always try and go for the weird ones, the weird oh, jerseys yeah. that, um, you know, are, are a little bit out there. Um, so it's just a, a combination of factors, I think. And um, it's all sort of a part of the history of the league and the game. And uh, there's also just, you know, lots of different concepts that, you just want to see in person sometimes um there's you know from the ugly to the really cool um that's there's i don't like bland jerseys but i like really ugly ones and i like really cool ones i I remember seeing when uh when those reverse retro jerseys came out uh, a couple of people said that the new york islanders and detroit red wings just mailed it in (laughs) (laughs) i have a detroit red wings one uh, I purchased that one. I was very keen on it because I thought it was just horrible. <laughs> and uh, I'm, it's currently getting customized. I'm getting Robbie Fabry's name put on it. And, uh, you know, it, it was, I think, you know, I got it over a year after it came out. And it was one of the only ones that Sportcheck still had available in all three sizes that they had <laughs> ordered all of them in. Uh, and it was like nobody had bought a single one yet. So I was the first and I uh, got it for a slight discount. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it, it, I liked it better on ice uh, with the cresting on it. I thought the um, the thing that I thought was enduringly cool about it was that it had all the red equipment to go along with it with just a white uniform, which is something that you don't see that often. The red helmets and red gloves and red pants. And I, think, I thought that was a cool aspect to it. Um, the Islanders, I think, you know, beyond being boring, I think that is an objectively fantastic jersey. Um, I, think, I think the Navy rocks, uh, personally. Um, you know, I think the orange pops out really nicely and I think that just looks terrific. Um, but at the same time, I think the concept, uh, they didn't really meet the, they didn't really meet the, uh, the, <laughs> they didn't really meet the, the script there. They, they kind of went off draft. 
I, I think that segues nicely into sort of a, a question, just sort of generally. Um, what What are some of your your thing the, your things that you look at um, in a, a good jersey? Oh boy. Um, well, you know, there's not really one script to it, but um, you know, I think let's take let's just start local and let's go with the Calgary Flames because that's the team that I look at the most, and um, I think. They, I, th- I like the colors that they use. Like, I, I think the colors that they use mix together really well. My main issue with a team like Colorado, uh, with their uniforms that they currently wear, is I feel they lack contrast. I think their uh, purple and their, um, their blue that they use are both roughly as intense, and there isn't really anything to offset it. Like, the, the gray doesn't really cut through it at all. That's what I sort of liked about the Winnipeg reverse retros that not everybody really liked, but they had that white stripe that really cut between all the Navy and the gray. And I thought it looked really kind of cool. Um, with Calgary, they kind of lack that too, but they make up for it by having the white being really big into it, which Colorado doesn't really have. They got the white flaming sea on the front, which is just really simple. That's a really simple look. And I really like the simplicity of it, but then the flames also going back to 1995 when they had the pedal stool jerseys, those ones are all over the map. And, I really like the shoulders on them, which have the you know a big big swath of white going down the arms, and and uh, they they tried to do something new, and in some respects it worked, some respects it didn't. But what I don't like is when a jersey mails it in, and um, I think that can go spill over a little bit to the point where it becomes sort of camp. Um, and I don't, I mean, you can't call the Detroit Red Wings camp. I mean, it's just basically a a blank template with some silver thrown in. But I think that the fact that they didn't really do anything just makes it super funny. But then in also other instances, um, like the Dallas Stars from the early from the early 2010s, or even this Calgary Flames jersey that I'm wearing right now, which is the one that has the flags on the shoulders, they took a good concept and they tried to streamline it and it just doesn't work. The, there's no waist stripes to speak of. It's just basically a logo on what looks like an apron. And I don't dig that. So that's probably not a very clear answer. Like, and it's a hard question to answer, but um, I like teams that think outside the box uh, that go with colors that you don't see too often. I like any team that tries to do purple, whether it's Arizona with their reverse retro or LA with their reverse retro. Uh, Purple is a color that is woefully underused. That's a color that I'd love to see more. And you know what? I'm I'm totally going to just go off the script here, but Tampa Bay needs to start using purple Tampa Bay needs to change things up. I know their current jerseys are iconic now because they've won two Stanley Cups in them. They might win a third. At the same time, I don't like them. I think it's a it's a case of, you know, Pittsburgh won two Stanley Cups in their last jerseys and they still changed them. Um, I think Tampa Bay needs to start going crazy here. I, want, I, I You know what? Purple and teal. Oh, whoa, you can't take teal. No, no, no. Can't have purple and an electric teal-ish color. Although... In the same vein, I think that was what Colorado was originally going to go for uh, when they were coming into the league, and the Rocky Mountain Extreme was almost their name. I think they were going to go with that color scheme, so now that I think of it, maybe not the best idea. But purple, I still think, would be great for Tampa Bay. I love the I love the, the early 2000s Tampa Bay jersey with the blue, and the, yeah, they won and the, the cup black. in 2004. Yeah, it's okay. I think you could... I think you could you could swap the blue for the purple and do something there. Well, maybe bring in the new logo, um, which I don't mind. Uh, Cause I think the old Tampa Bay logo was a little bit cartoonish, like with the script font and 
Yeah. That didn't really do it for me, but. Um, Where do you fall in the Mighty Ducks? Hmm. I don't mind it. Uh, I think you could maybe use that color scheme in a new way. Um, but at the same time, the original jerseys are good. They're objectively good, I think. Uh, I, I like the waist stripes a lot with the uh, diagonal. I think it's a really dynamic aspect. Um, I like the logo. So the name was kind of stupid, but I don't think you couldn't just do Anaheim Mighty Ducks and just go with, go with that. But yeah, it's okay. Um, it's not my favorite or anything. It's like not a jersey that I look at and say, oh, that one, that's the best ever, but it's still pretty cool. Two other specific jerseys I want to ask you about. What do you think of the uh, Kachina, Arizona jersey? So I have many thoughts on this. Um, you know, I, I, there was a period of time there where I was really into it. Um, and I thought that it was pretty cool. And I still think there are some aspects to it that I really like. Um, I think the number font on the back is really cool. Um, I think it's super unique, uh, distinctive. I mean, I, I don't mind a primarily black jersey. I like the patterning on the waists. I think that's kind of cool. Um, I do think, though, it's veering. And this was just, you know, illustrated to me a couple of months ago. I do think it veers a little bit into the uh, cultural appropriation territory uh, and some of the um, uh, aspects with the logo. And there was a paper published uh, about that in the States a little while ago. Uh, and that was something that, you know, had sort of been in the back of my mind for a while, but had never really been at the forefront. And when I, when that was opened up to me, I, you know, I, I sort of looked at it and I said, well, yeah, I mean, I can sort of see how that could be uh, appropriation because it's this, you know, uh, idol essentially that this indigenous group was, um, had a big part of its culture and, and they sort of transformed it into a coyote and they, they didn't really involve the necessary groups there. So I think if you, uh, took the necessary steps to include the groups that are required to make that logo and that concept into something that's a bit more inclusive. I think that could be really strong because I think the elements to build something cool are there. Um, and also going back on that, I, you know, I follow Arizona pretty closely too. In addition to Calgary, I think their previous jerseys uh, with the red base and the, yeah. uh, the black and white striping on the arms. I don't think Shane those jersey, I'll call it. Yeah. I don't think that, well, okay, they had two versions of it though. And they brought black into the equation in about 2015. And that, I think, really elevated it. That's a jersey that I really hope they don't get rid of completely because I was a big fan of that one. Um, and honestly, I think, you know, you could maybe use that logo in some other ways. Um, so, yeah, I am, I'm of many thoughts on that. And that extends their past reverse retro, too. I mean, I still like I still love the purple aspect of it. Um, but, yeah, I just have some questions about it. And, uh, you know, I, I'd like to see them maybe address it at some point. Yeah, my big thing with that jersey is I don't mind it when it's standing still or like like just visually. Again, I didn't know totally about that story. So hearing that yeah, yeah. changed my eyes in it. But just visually like looking at it, it looks nice. But then like I've watched some Sharks versus uh, Arizona games where they've used it and you just can't look at it. Like the patterning is hard on the eyes, like at the bottom. And then so I just don't like it from watching the game aspect. But what I will say is there are some issues uh, in the States with television broadcasts, um, especially in Arizona. So if you watch any Arizona games that are at home, primarily from this last season, season before that, they had some horrible color balancing things going on in their broadcasts uh, in Arizona. If you watch like a recap of their games at Gila River, the blue balance, like the white balance was so tilted to the blue <laughs> side. It was like horrible. It made every jersey look bad. Okay. Um, in terms of like the heart on the eyes thing, 
I saw Arizona play Calgary uh, at the Saddleham a few months ago. I didn't have that issue. Uh, so I think it might just be a TV thing for you. Um, but, you know, it's possible. Wait, like in, in the Kachina jersey, I'm talking like, yeah. about? Yeah, in the white one. Yeah. In the white one, yeah. Okay, I, I'm talking about home, like in the... Yeah, black. okay. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen them play at Gila. Yeah. I never saw them play at Gila. I'm probably going to go down for a game at ASU uh, next year. I'm really nice. excited about that. Uh, I, I, I think it's going to be super cool. Um, but yeah, I, what I would like to see is maybe them keep the old logo around and work in a color scheme where they uh, uh, sort of try and replicate ASU um, and go with the burgundy and the gold. I think that'd be really, really cool. Maybe um, cut costs. See if you could get them to, to pay for the jersey. You guys just throw yeah. logos on it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so, you know, I think they've got a lot of cool things they could do. Uh, I wanted to to bring up one of my favorite personal jerseys and see what uh, see where you land on it. I'll I'll share my screen here. Sure. Um, it's the it's the Robo Penguin. Ah, yes. It's of course. One of my personal favorites is that in the black. Oh, totally, totally unsubstantiated rumor I heard is that Mario Lemieux does not like this jersey. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true, but nevertheless, I really do like it. Um, the the I like the audacity of it, um, the the uh, asymmetry of it, um, with one side sort of being. Um, similar to what the penguins have done before and the other side having these stripes on it and then the one side having the gradient on it it's like it's just such a chaotic mess i love that mario was on the cover of nhl 2002 in it um i think the logo itself is kind of cool like it's i think it was ahead of its time in some ways um you know it's it's cool it's just got cool geometry to it and uh but it doesn't lose you don't lose sight of it being a penguin um it definitely looks like a penguin almost looks like a flying penguin which is Super cool. Um, I love the whole concept of it. And if they like, there's going to be more reverse retro jerseys coming. I have no idea if Penguins are going to do this. I don't think they will if Mario is with them still, but I hope they do because I think it's super cool. I, I I think one of the big draws for me is I always thought the the Penguin playing hockey was kind of tacky or not. It's cartoony, right? Yeah, it's too cartoony. This one looked like. It's, it's a professional kind of looking penguin. <laughs> well, how the hell are you going to depict the penguin? Well, that know, that's, penguin? That's the weird thing. That looks like a penguin that clocks in at 9 a.m., clocks out at 5 p.m., yeah. professional as hell. Yeah. You know what? I think it's just really cool. And, I mean, the, the, the one thing is it's really big, like on the front of the jersey there. Like, it goes all the way almost from the collar to the waist stripe. So, like, it's a huge logo. Um, it's sort of similar to the Seattle Kraken logo, and then it just takes up a bunch of room on the jersey. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really cool. And and the I, numbers I'm, punch out really well on the, on the jersey. Yeah, I, I love it, and um, I would love to see a triumphant return at some point because it's sweet. Uh, my next question was gonna is going to be um, out of teams that have since folded, who has the best jersey? Oh man. Oh man, that is a, uh, that's a hard Atlanta. Probably Atlanta, the Atlanta thrashers had some really cool ones. What's that you're holding up? Oh, the Nordiques. Yeah. The Nordiques, uh, they're all right. Um, you know, I, I like that Jersey a lot. Fleur de Lis is at the, at the waist. That's such a cool touch. Um, and on the shoulder, you know, you can't go wrong with those Atlanta really tried to do something different with basically every Jersey they did. I love that about them. I mean, if you're going to be a hockey team in the South, you got to stand out. And, um, you know, 
they they rock. I have an Atlanta Thrashers jersey. I have their uh, their original dark jersey with the uh, the T shaped logo on the front. And um, yeah, I, I honestly looking at every Atlanta Thrashers jersey they ever made, even the one that looks like a basketball jersey, I like them all. I don't. There's not a single one that I don't like. And I think it's because they all just tried to do something different. And uh, I like the colors they did. They used colors that we don't usually see, like a powder blue mixed with a navy blue and a and a bronze and then a red as well. It's like, uh, I, th- I always thought they were the rainbow team growing up. I, I thought it was really cool. And so, yeah, a totally Atlanta. Um, I mean, oh, that's a other great answers, choice. Yeah, other answers I could give. Um, maybe the original Winnipeg Jets um or uh, the minnesota north stars had some cool ones for sure i like the uh, the green and the yellow and i would love to see the wild do more green and yellow stuff um and let's see if i can find out one more hartford what are your opinions there oh totally yeah hartford absolutely i liked hartford actually a little bit more when they brought navy blue into it um when they went really hard into the navy blue in the 90s i kind of dig those like a lot of people go back to the green and that's the only ones that they like and you know i like those too but I think the navy ones with the with the silver were pre- were pretty neat too. I don't like I don't not like any of the uh, Hartford ones. I think they're all pretty cool. Where do you land on the white skates? Um, you know, <laughs> Sergey Fedorov could do it. Uh, he pulled it off. So uh, so any team that also tried to do it, you know, I don't see why skates shouldn't be uh, part of a team's aesthetic too. I mean, I don't know if it's something you want to try. I think you run into tro- into problems though when you make a lot of your equipment different colors because it's hard to color coordinate stuff and things like skates get beat up. Yeah. Um, so you'll start to lose that color eventually. Um, and you know, I, I speaking of color coordination, the big one that sticks out to me right now is with the Avalanche. Again, they've tried to make all their equipment blue, and a lot of it doesn't match. <laughs> um, like especially, I noticed it when Brandon Sod was there, and his helmet was a way different color. And I think he had the manufacturer that he used tried to paint it the same color and it was a way different shade <laughs> of blue than the rest of his gear. And it like, that's the, tr- the problems when you run into black is easy to coordinate. And that's the reason why a lot of teams use it. When you get into different colors, it can be really hard. Um, red is easy. Like mostly Calgary does it pretty well. Um, but blue can be hard, especially that light of a blue, a dark blue, you know, it's not that issue, but a, a light blue is unusual. And so it, it can be hard. Do you believe in the uh, stealth mode Sharks jersey curse? Um, I, you have to remind me of that curse. What is it? They, they always lose when they wear it? So they won their first game this past season in it, and mm-hmm. it was against their old goaltender, Martin Jones, playing yeah. for the Flyers. But up until that point, they were 0-7 while wearing the stealth mode jersey. All time? All time. Wow, they never won in it? it yeah, wow. up until this season. That's impressive. Uh, yikes. I mean, okay, there, I have to believe in curses because I watched the Calgary Flames and they've lost 12 consecutive season openers and 12 consecutive game twos. So, you know, you have to believe in it to a certain extent. Um, stealth mode, I mean, it's a cool jersey. Uh, so maybe they just get overconfident and stop believing in themselves when they wear it. I don't know. It's, uh, I, 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 are the Sharks going away from it, I wonder, because... Uh, you know, I had heard that it's been around for three years already. So it wouldn't shock. Yeah. I think that at this point, they're going to probably move past it. I'm hoping they're going yeah. back to the, like the teal is the main. That yeah. was my favorite. Yeah. The sharks are funny. I don't know. Um, they got cool 
jerseys, uh, teal, you know, it's a good color. So, uh, I, I think the classics that everybody seems to like from the nineties, I don't see them as being like functionally that much different and they're not my favorite, to be honest. I prefer the ones they wear today. Yeah. That, that's all I have for questions. Sweet. Stu. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm good as well. We had a blast talking with Mike about jerseys and all the wacky things that you can do with putting things onto a piece of a cloth. And at the end of the day, that's all you're really cheering for, isn't it? 